Thank you for joining us for the Military Family Research Institute podcast. I am your host, Sadie Erkwitz. April is the month of the military child, a time to remember and acknowledge the sacrifice military children make every day. According to the Department of Defense's Military One Sources Demographic Report, there are just over 1 million children who have an active duty service member parent. I'm pleased that Sheila Pena, Vice President of Community Relations at Regions Bank, can be with us today to share her experience as a military child. Thanks for being here with us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about your experience with the military and also what you do in your professional career. Well, I am uh, proud to say that I am an Army brat. Uh, My father was a career Army and uh, he served for 22 years. And so we were had the privilege of being able to travel with him the entire time through his career. So um, we I we live in Indiana and we actually retired at Fort Harrison before the base was deactivated or decommissioned. I just stayed in Indiana and never left. So <laughs> um, and now um, I work for Regions Bank and I'm a community relations officer. And so basically I get a chance to go out in the community, work with organizations and nonprofits to help them achieve their missions and goals. One of the organizations, of course, is working with the Joining Community Forces of Indiana, who focuses on the National Guard and the service members and their families. So it's near and dear to my heart. So were you a military child from birth then? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, I was born in Heidelberg, Germany. Actually, I was um, natural. had to be a naturalized citizen because during that time um, we had dual citizenship. So yes, so I have a unique spelling to my name and it's because a German nurse spelled it for my dad. So I was born in a German hospital. Can you dig a little bit deeper into your experiences growing up as a military child? I know you just said that it was a privilege to travel with your father. Maybe some people don't look at it that way, but for you it was a privilege. Yes, I think um, one, being born into the military lifestyle, you don't know anything differently. We traveled approximately every three years, except for one um, time we were not that extended. It's a privilege because you get a chance to see um, and meet new people in different areas. We live primarily overseas um, during most of his tours. And so being able to see a different culture, uh, it really helped you to ex- uh, be appreciative of having um, different uh, people around you because generally you only know people for three years. So you tend to make friends quickly, you adapt very quickly, but also um, just the opportunity to see wonderful, beautiful cultural things and meet different people. So it was a privilege for us. Did you experience any like type of difficulties from your lifestyle that you're willing to share? But also, what about opportunities and strengths that came from this type of lifestyle? I think um, as far as difficulties go, one, I, um, where it was always a privilege to be able to travel and see different areas uh, or in new cities in Germany. Um, it also, uh, the separation from having, you know, people that you know or the benefit of when, especially when we were stationed stateside, where those children have all known those people their whole lives and things are familiar to you. So having that sense of familiarity was a little tough and having a place where you could say, okay, this is home for me. So those were kind of difficult. Um, sometimes my dad did have, um, which was TDY or temporary duty. And so um, when he was gone for extended periods of time, it was kind of hard to be away from your parents. You didn't understand why they had to go and serve. Um, but my mom was really great being a military wife. And um, he was a pastor, too, so during um, some of his stint. So being a preacher's kid, too. So that was a double whammy. From that perspective, those were kind of some of the challenges. Um, but I would say when you talk about the strengths or opportunities, again, being adaptive, um, when you um, you can quickly acclimate to different situations um, and definitely um, you have an opportunity to be more accepting of people who are different from yourself. And I think that that's kind of one thing that I've seen that was similar with other military brats is because one, we travel every three years. So 
you quickly make friends, you quickly put aside your differences because, hey, I only have a friend for three years. I want to make sure that we bond quickly. And you do. You tend to make those build relationships quickly as a, a military brat. So I'm sure that helps you like as you were going through your teen years and then into adulthood and maybe now the mother, maybe passing some of those skills on to your children. It does. And, um, and that's what I'll tell you. That's the other part of it being a privilege and a blessing is because as you grow, you do incorporate that in coming back and retiring at Fort Harrison and um, being with students who've been with each other since kindergarten, it was hard to kind of, you know, get acclimated and kind of integrate. But also, it also learned to help you to be resourceful and say, okay, how can we make those connections? Let's find some similar areas to where we can kind of build relationships. And the same thing with my um, children. I have two little ones, 11 and 7. And so from that perspective, yes, saying, okay, we need to look at people for who they are. We need to understand that people are going to think differently than we do. And from that perspective, we can still accept them and get along. So find some common ground there. So absolutely. Do you have a story that might stick out to you that our listeners could benefit from hearing? Just anything kind of funny or rememberable from your childhood that you may not have gotten if you weren't a military child? Just, I think the biggest thing is uh, being a military child is that when you're overseas, uh, what sticks out to me is as an older person now, you don't appreciate being living in a historical city like Berlin. And we were there for six years and we were there during the time when um, they had to increase the military presence. And as a child going over in fourth grade, not realizing that we were in the middle of East Berlin and that basically we were there to help protect the West Germany, German Germans. Um, when you start looking at the, the map and you see that, hey, we're in the middle of a hostile area. If World War were to break out, they let us know that they could close the city down again. And so as a child growing up and we were there till um, fourth through 10th grade, realizing that there are people on the other side of the wall who want to be able to have their freedom and that's something we take for granted and that's the purpose of why we were there um, and hearing those stories on the radio where somebody tried to escape and they were they made it and that was great or there's days when we hear it on the news when they didn't make it and you really it was sobering but as a young person you really started to appreciate your freedoms that um, the blessing and privilege it is of what um, our armed forces and our service members do for us every day so even as a child in fourth or fifth grade that was a memory that sticks with me that there's a reason why my dad and all these other um, service members are here to protect it and the air force is there too that's why they're here and so for me that stuck with me and I appreciate that much more when we see our service members and our men and women in uniform and why we need to appreciate them for what they do for us. Obviously you you've provided a lot of great information but if you could wrap it up how has this shaped you into your adulthood? That's a big question. I think from that perspective if nothing else it has really encouraged me to not settle for everything being the same not taking things as they are how can you make things better? Um, when you look at your perspective, what can you add to make a situation better um, better than when you left it? You know, you always say leave something better than when you found it. But also when you touch people's lives or you impact them, what is it that I can learn from someone else to help me grow? Um, how is it, can I be more approachable so that that way we can build connections easier and to put people at ease so that they feel comfortable to express themselves and say, okay, here's who I am, here's what I um, feel or value and can bring to the table and how can we build relationships going forward? Because especially in my role as community relations, I have an opportunity to learn about a lot of wonderful organizations who have a lot of great missions and goals. And a lot of it is all about coming together and for one common goal and putting differences aside, definitely having your opinion, your own unique opinion and perspective, but how can we use that to collaborate and bring people together? And I think being in a military situation, and even now we still take stay in touch with a lot of army brats and military brats across the world, 
we still have that same unique bond that we're all coming together for a common purpose and goal. And I think that kind of permeates through your lifestyle. You can't, that's not something you can ever just put off. You definitely take that with you regardless of your career or where you go. As we close, some broader questions. What advice do you have for military children across all ages and maybe more specifically younger military children? I think from all ages is I would say look for opportunities to connect with those who have also been military brats um, because there's a common bond. Um, I went to Berlin American High School, I went to Thomas A. Roberts Elementary School in Berlin and then to Berlin American High School. There's a website for Berlin brats and to this day they have reunions across the country every four years that they can come together. Um, they had one in Berlin a couple years ago and I couldn't go, it was so sad. Um, but the whole idea is if you find um, groups to where you went to school or those organizations, they can connect you because there is a common bond and one where there's sororities and things like that where people feel connected, it's the same thing with military life because they get it. So I would say for those who are in their adult life, you embrace that, um, make connections with those who um, that you knew because it's one to be reacquainted with people but also definitely sharing with people because um, you don't realize how many people have served and um, who are currently serving and it creates awareness and people like to learn and it helps them to better understand military culture. And um, I regret not enlisting, I would love to have done that, but it's a great way to still tell people about service members, veterans and the sacrifices that they make. Their families serve too and so always thank them for their service because it's huge to be a, a military family. Um, so that's something that we can do as military, you know, former military um, uh, brats, or we still are military brats. Yeah. But then um, as far as younger military children, it is hard sometimes to be uprooted and to move around. And it, it is. Um, the positive side is the experience. But the challenging part is, again, not having a sense of a consistent home or background in one place. Look for the opportunities to build those relationships. Look for a way to get connected. From the civilian side, if a civilian wanted to be supportive or help a military family or military child, do you have any advice for them? I would say if you know that you have a military child um, or family that's moved into the community, um, definitely stepping out of your comfort zone. I mean, some people are welcome wagon people and that's great, but if you're not, just kind of stepping out of your comfort zone because it is difficult to make those connections. And if you have children of a similar age or even if you don't, hey, you know what, we're excited that you're here and just to kind of like make them feel welcome when you look at a civilian family, parent-teacher organizations, things like that. I, I think diversity and inclusion is a huge focus um, and we're all trying to do better with that. Sometimes you don't remember that, you know, service members, um, that's a diverse group in and of itself because it's it's different lifestyle. And so being able to say, okay, when you have parent-teacher meetings or organizations like that, hey, we have service members, we have veterans, one, thank them for their service. But two, what can we do to help you get acclimated? What can we do to help get you plugged in? Did you know we have these different activities going on just to kind of make them feel welcome? Because when you do move into a community that's established and you're the new person, um, maybe the second or third time, you know, in three years, you really have a hard time getting plugged in. And the more that people can do to show them, hey, excited you're here, we welcome you here, let us know what you need from us. That's all, sometimes that's all it takes. Sheila, thank you for sharing your story, your wisdom and your advice with us. To learn more about military and veteran families, visit mfri.purdue.edu or follow MFRI on Facebook and Twitter at MFRI Purdue.